Hello everyone. Whoa, why is that so loud? <laughs> Let's turn this down a bit. Okay, perfect. Alright. Hello everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, which is at the corner of peace and mind with your host, Trinity Gwen. Um, I'm gonna be talking about a very lighthearted topic, a very important topic, and that is Studio Ghibli and why it's so great. Um now I'm going to say this. I have not seen all of the Studio Ghibli films, but I do have a couple to have a favorite. And the favorite will always be Howl's Moving Castle. Um, Today we'll talk about a little bit of the soundtracks, um, some of my favorite characters, and the food. because And the animation. Because we don't get the same animation we do as we do now. Don't get me wrong, animation has definitely evolved since early Disney, early Pixar, and all of that, but it just looks so much different and so much more colorful and vibrant and feels more comforting, if that makes sense. Um, I'm going to list off and see what movies I have seen. I have seen The Wind Rises. I've seen Princess Monike. I really hope I said that right. I've seen Spirited Away. I've seen Howl's Moving Castle. I've seen Ponyo. I've seen The Secret World of Arietti. I think people are going to get on me about this, but I have not, I have not seen My Neighbor Totoro or Kiki's Special Delivery. I would definitely be watching those in my future, or I have not watched them already. Um, this episode is like pre-pre-recorded. Even though they're all pre-recorded, I just get some of these out just in the near future. If I don't, you know, you know, in that episode pit stop, I was talking about prioritizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but if I have, I will definitely make an edit of this and be like, oh, I watched it. So there you go. Um, I will say House of the Castle is my favorite. And then there's Ponyo. House of Moving Castle and Ponyo are definitely at neck and neck because I saw Ponyo first when I was little when it first came out. I don't think I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I definitely saw it when it was out, maybe within that same year or maybe a little later. Um, the cutest movie. Studio Ghibli always has the cutest movies and then Disney. I'm not I'm you know, you know I can talk about Disney for a long time. I dedicated an entire episode to Disney, and if I'm dedicating an entire episode to Studio Ghibli, then I must love it so much. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, if you haven't seen the movie already, is um, focused on the main character, Sophie, who is a hat maker, and um, she gets herself in the way of the Witch of the Waste. And she has been trying to find the heart of Howl, Howl Pendragon, which is also the main character. Um, Howl is um, obviously a wizard, a very powerful wizard who transports himself in a huge castle, hence the title Howl's Moving Castle, with the fire that literally runs the entire castle enchanted fire if that makes sense his name is calcifer and a little um apprentice mako so they're all very cute um sophie soon gets turned into an old woman 
because for some reason she deserved it. I don't know why she deserved it because the Witch of the Waste came in and she knew about the Witch of the Waste and she was like, ooh, you're not welcome here or it's closed. And she came in, the Witch of the Waste came in like it was nobody's business and was just like, oh, this place is so tacky. You're so tacky. You're so this, that, and the third. And Sophie wasn't having it. She was like, okay, bye. This place is closed. You can come back tomorrow or never, hopefully. And he just told just turned her into an old woman. And then she looked over in the mirror. She was like 90 years old. And she's like, um, what's going on? So she was cursed. And she left because um, she didn't want anybody to see what she looked like. And she was going to try and sort it out. Until one day, um, she met, she, she was on her way and she found this, um, this, uh, what's it called? It wasn't a scarecrow cause it wasn't made of hay or anything, but, um, it was like a post that was dressed up into a, a gentleman and she named him Radish Head cause his head was a radish. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not a radish. It was a turnip. I keep getting that mixed up. I've never had a turnip, nor have I ever had a radish, nor will I ever. But I keep getting those mixed up. And she she calls them turnip head. And she was like, I always hated turnips. They were awful. Um, So she called him turnip head. And he's followed her ever since. Um, Then they meet Hal. And she was like, oh, I'm your new cleaning lady. And just by the fact that um, as soon as she came in and she met Calcifer, Calcifer already knew that she was cursed because he was like, oh, that's a pretty that's a pretty um, rough curse you got. It's probably one of the curses that you can't talk about. And she couldn't. The fact that um, when the Witch of the Waste came to Sophie, the curse was only something she knew about. Like she couldn't tell anybody else. That's why it took her so long. And if she tried to explain it or if it came out that she was going to try and be like, the witch, the waste, put her mouth a little bit, literally closed and be like, "Mm," then she couldn't do it. Um, That was, that was petty for sure. Um, I think later, yeah, of course, later in the movie, she meets the witch of the waste and they're going to go meet, um, what's it called? I don't know where they went. I forgot what it was called. It's been a minute since I seen the movie. They went to go meet the headmaster of wizardry. <laughs> um, because there was a war going on and Hal has a big part in helping out with the war, but it was physically draining him and not he was not his, himself physically. Um, it's a love story. It's a coming of age. It's It's all the right things to watch you know, at any age, really. Um, so that's House Moving Castle. That's a synopsis of House Moving Castle. The soundtrack of House Moving Castle. No, let me say this. All the Studio Ghibli soundtracks crack. I don't know what they put in there, but they put every, every drug in those soundtracks. I listen to A Walk in the Skies at least every day. I listen to The Empty Bucket, which is from Ponyo, which is what we're talking about next, every day. And Spirit Away is fine and Princess Money. But both both Ponyo and House Moving Castle, theirs is elite. 
I think the third one might be The Secret World of Arietti. I'll talk about a little bit of the, the next ones. I'm going to be talking about my favorite two the most, obviously, and a little bit more spirited away because I think the big three of my favorite is House of Castle, um, Ponyo, and Spirited Away. Um, now, let's get into Ponyo. Ponyo is probably one of the cutest, the cutest characters I have ever seen. Um, even before she turned into a human. And it's a cute little love story about um, sacrifice and all of this. And I have no idea what time period most of these, these movies are. Um, but I'm pretty sure um, there's no war going on in Ponyo. I'm not too sure. Mm, mm, I don't know. Um, but I, obviously there was a war going on in House of Castle and the way that everyone was dressed, it seemed a little bit more English. It was before the Victorian era, but it was probably a more of a history buff more than anything and an English buff and a movie buff than math and science, obviously. Um, it looked more, it was, obviously it was somewhere in England, um, somewhere post- World War One. It feels like it's. It, it, I feel like it's in between World War One and World War Two. I just. I really feel like it because I think I looked it up a long time ago and I kind of retained it, but I could be wrong. Either way, um, Ponyo um, focuses on Ponyo, the main character, and Sasuke. Um, Ponyo is an enchanted fish. Um, father is a wizard that used to be human. But um, for some reason, he turned into a wizard. I don't think they pondered. I don't think they explained how he turned into a wizard. He just gave himself to the ocean. Um, and her mother, in Ponyo's word, is big and beautiful, but she can be very scary. Um, when we get the first appearance of Ponyo's mom, um, Susuke's dad, who was like, I don't know if he's on the National Guard or he's he's on boats most of the time. So I don't know what he actually did. He was just always away. So that's why I was kind of confused if it was a war going on and such. But anyway, um, when they met her, she was obviously in the water. And when she passed, he was like, that was the, I think I just saw the goddess of mercy. Yeah, she was just like goddess of the sea. But there was some times in the movie where she just completely had the power of electricity for some reason. She like put her hand over um, Sasuke's house and turned off the lights. And I was like, I thought, I thought the sea was your realm, you know? Like I didn't know you could turn off somebody's lights and turn on boat engines and stuff like that you see like i i didn't know what she, what all she could do um she can turn herself into a human size and all of that and just like okay what's more to you what else you got um they should definitely make a second ponyo they definitely should um oh more into ponyo i'm sorry <laughs> i just kind of lost my train of thought um ponyo um, has always wanted to be adventurous. Like, we see that in the first couple of minutes of the movie. Um, she's trying to escape from her father that wants to shelter her from everything, um, with all of her sisters. Her younger sisters, I think, 
Ponyo was the one who inherited the most of her mother. All of her sisters inherited both their parents' genes and their ability, but Ponyo was the most powerful. I think it was because she was the firstborn, maybe? I don't, I don't know, but in some cases, the firstborn could be non-magical and the secondborn could be um, magical. I thought, I was thinking of Frozen and it was the complete opposite. The firstborn was magical and the second one wasn't. Well, I can't think of any other ways, but uh, I guess they always favor the firstborn. Either way, um, Ponyo first got out and she got stuck in a mason jar. Like her head got stuck in a mason jar and she got washed up to sea. And when Sasuke was about to go home to go to school, he lives by the ocean and he goes over and sees Ponyo stuck in a, in a, in a mason jar. And he's like, Oh, a goldfish, which does not look like a goldfish at all. Um, she, he takes her out and he's like, I'm gonna take her. So he puts her in a little bucket of water and calls her Ponyo. I don't know what Ponyo means, but I know it means something cute. Um, he starts, she starts like, oh, I really like this person. He helped me out. Okay. Um, and he takes her to school, hides her away until it's time for us to, us, time for him to go back to school. And she says his name. Like, Sasuke was like, yeah, that's my name. And she was like, Ponyo loves Sosuke. And it was very, very, very cute. Um, I can get more into the movie, but that would ruin it. But, you know, the movie's been out for a while, as well as Howl's Moving Castle. I think I'm a year older than it. So Howl's Moving Castle is about 17 years old. And Ponyo is maybe a little younger. But that's all I'm saying. They've been out for at least more than 10 years. Uh, Yeah see them, watch them, binge them, <laughs> spirited away. Oh goodness. Um, it's in my top three, but my most favorite character is not the main character because the main character got on my last nerve. Um, her name is Jihiro. I think her name was Jihiro. It was not, I checked it's Chihiro with a, with a C-H-I. Um, and funny thing, fun fact, um, her, English dub voice is the same as Ponyo's English dub voice. And even though I love Ponyo, Shihiro was more whinier in this film. And I was like, ooh, somebody get her. So um, <laughs> when I watched Spirited Away for the first time with my roommate, Santi, shout out to Santi, um, she was the same way. Like when I started, I, I don't think I was no more than 20 minutes into the movie. And I was like, cause she, does she ever shut up? And Zanti was like, no, she does not. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite, my favorite character from Spirit Away would have to be Kamanju, who is the bathhouse, like who, who basically works the entire bathhouse. I don't know how he does it. And even though he has multiple limbs, that's a lot of baths and that's a lot of um, hospitality. Um, Kamaji is probably like the grandfather figure of this of this movie. 
he's not a father figure but he still has like that laid back grandfather feel that's what kind of deters him from being like the father figure of the movie um Chihiro does have a father figure both parents but they were greedy and um one day they were on their way to because they were on their way to go move somewhere to a new house and they saw this tunnel and they started walking towards the tunnel and they walked um a little further into this little town this like what they thought was an abandoned town or closed downtown they saw plates and plates of food endless plates of food and they was like let's dig in let's eat this and they wouldn't stop eating so Chihiro goes and um she goes to explore the place more and she sees the little bathhouse and she didn't get a chance to actually go inside until she meets Haku and Haku is like what are you doing here you don't you're not supposed to be here you need to leave now and they go leave and her parents are turned into pigs and they were like like they couldn't hear her they were just like they were pigs they weren't cursed pigs and be like oh they can hear no they were just pigs and they got taken and Chihiro tried to go back and it was flooded and even though I gotta I I gotta take in consideration that she was a young girl and her parents were just turned into pigs and she hasn't been alone in a while but she still whines like I get it I get it I understand your parents returning to livestock and you have no idea where you are and you don't know no one knows where you are but keep it together please <laughs> um, um she meets Kamaji because of Haku and Haku was like go get a job from Kamaji no matter what you request a job and she did and he gave her a job um I don't want to go into specifics just like the other movies but it that gave you a synopsis this movie is about to be 20 years old if not is already 20 years old so if you haven't seen it I don't blame you on this one because I've only seen it I just saw it for the first time in 2021 and that was exactly 20 year mark so I'm not gonna get on you about that one okay um but either way Studio Ghibli movies are amazing. They're beautiful. The food, oh my goodness. You know how many times that I've seen so many f- plates in Ponyo when that scene when Sasuke's mom, Sasuke's mom is elite. Absolutely elite. One of my favorite like animated parents. Um, maybe we'll get into that in another episode. I'm thinking more content as I go on. Um, what I do as a creator no let me stop let me stop that was the most cringiest thing I ever said um but um the scene where she makes them food and she makes them ramen but it's like the traditional way so she doesn't put it on the stove and plus their their power was out but even though they have like a generator and stuff either way um the traditional way is when they put the pack of noodles in a bowl and they put boiling water over it and then put the put another thing on top of it so that they can steam and Sasuke was like it takes three minutes and Sasuke's mom Lisa why did I act like I didn't know her name Lisa she put um ham I think an egg some chives you she lost me with the chives because I'm not really a chive person it's just 
they kind of ruin it for me sometimes. It really depends. It just depends on how much you put in it. Um, and I feel like it was something else, but it looked so good as they drew it. And I was like, who drew this and who can make this? Um, that was one of the, the dishes I wanted to try when Hal was making eggs and bacon. I don't know how someone can make eggs and bacon look so scrumptious, but they did and they succeeded. Um, and all the food and spirited away. I was like, whoa, some of these are like pig legs and it looks good. I'm just kidding. I would never eat a pig leg. <laughs> I don't even think people eat pig legs. Funny how they eat like every piece of the chicken. But if it's like a, if it's from like a cow or a, or a pig, it's nothing. It's, it's just like, oh, a filet of, of cow. Like it's a steak or pork chops or chillins um black people i don't know any black people in my generation anymore that like chillins because if you don't know what it is those are pig intestines they smell awful i think it was just the older generation because there's a history of um why black people like chillins all of a sudden because back in slavery um black people or the slaves wouldn't get the good parts of the pig so the slave master would eat the good parts of the pig and then leave the rest like the intestines chicken gizzards why some of your grandmas and grandpas like chicken gizzards and chicken feet um eat that now because that's what they were given it's a sad world we live in um <laughs> but no one eats them anymore because it's intestines who likes to eat animal intestines but either way um all I'm saying is some of the food just looks really good. And if I had the ability to draw food like that, I would make that my absolute um, occupation. I wouldn't make money off of that for sure. Um, the, the, the music from Spirited Away, I didn't really think too much of because I just kind of like the plot and the visuals of it more than the music. Just like The Secret World of Arietti, which is a way, way um, more recent movie than all of the other ones I listed. Princess Monica might be the, the oldest one out of all of the ones. Or Kiki's Special Delivery, which I haven't seen. I think that is the oldest Spirited Away movie. I don't know for sure. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, Princess Monica is a good movie. I don't think the music was all that memorable because i i've seen a lot of these within the same year just to catch up but um like i said most of them the music is really good i'm not gonna get into princess monica because there's so much to unpack in that movie like there's so many side parts of the movie all i remember because the side note whenever i'm watching a movie with someone or you know I hear something while someone's else, someone else is watching a movie. I don't know what it is, but I think I have really good voice recognition because I will hear someone. If you, if you have someone in your family or you know someone who does this, you know what I'm talking about. I will hear someone's voice and I'm like, that sounds like Jada Pinkett Smith. And I will look it up while the movie is going on and 10 times out of 10, I will be right. And I'm just like, what does Jada Pinkett Smith have doing? What is she doing in a Studio Ghibli film? 
there's nothing wrong with that. I was just like, it was just weird that I just caught her voice knowing that she's been in other films. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Um, and some Disney voice actors I've heard in Studio Ghibli films that I was like, okay, okay. Just like Haku from Spirited Away, he sounded like Max from the Goofy movie and Kovu from Lion King 2, which are the same voice actors. And I was right. And I was like, whoa, I'm too good. I'm way too good. And both Lion King, two Lion King 2 um, characters that I know of, we don't know for sure if I hit all of them, um, were in Spirited Away. And that was the, oh man, what was her name? What was her name? It was like her name started with a B. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you know Spirit Away, it was just the witch who knew everything. She had a twin sister. Ah, let me search it up. It was Yubaba. It didn't start with a B, but it did have a B in it. So that's the same thing. <laughs> um, her voice was very, um, like, I, I recognize it. it was very familiar. And when I was watching it for the first time with my roommate, she hadn't seen Lion King 2. And I was like, what are you doing? Um, she, I don't think she's still seen it up to this day. I'm going to have her watch it no matter what. Um, and I was like, she sounds like, um, Zira. And I was right. It, it was her. Um, another Spirit Away character that was in Disney. Oh, oh, I already knew as soon as I, as soon as she spoke, as soon as she opened her mouth, I was like, that's Meg from Hercules. So Lynn, the girl who also works at the bathhouse, um, Susan Egan or Egan who voices Meg from Hercules. I was like, ah, obviously she didn't have to say a whole sentence. All she could have said was hi. That was it. And I think she did, or I don't know what she did, but, um, it was a lot of voices that I recognized in that movie. Um, I will watch more and maybe in more episodes, I'll talk about those movies and see if I find any more, but that concludes today's episode. I hope it was lighthearted. I hope it was something that you laughed at. Something that maybe, you know, some of the synopses I gave um, bring you to um, watch them. Maybe after this episode. Maybe in the same day. Maybe in the same week. Who knows? We don't know what your schedule's like. So, that's it. I hope that you enjoyed this video. And I'll see you guys next week.